Welcome to episode two of Fancy Plants Podcast. Chris here with Sue and Amanda. We're ready to be talking plants. First, we really want to say thank you so much for all the support. We love hearing from you on social media, and we really want you to keep sharing with us in our community. So don't be shy. Sue and Amanda, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. It's it's a beautiful day outside. It's been a great week. Lots of lots of stuff we got done in between the episodes, so that's great. We're very busy, very busy. Had some lunch, <laughs> did some work. <laughs> also joining us today are our plant guests. Today we have a sad, sad Pilea. Am I saying that right? Pilea? Pilea, Pilea. Either way, it is um, incredibly epic. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see it, you can go look on our um, Facebook and our Instagram, and you can see... See, we, it was posted. It in all of its six leaf glory. And it's about yeah. a foot tall. It, 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 <laughs> but you know, I will say this. It is growing a couple of new leaves. I can see the new growth. So there's there's hope for this thing yet. But yes, uh, we did actually post this on to our Instagram a few weeks ago. And if you'd like to see the progression, we're going to post it again for you. Uh, so you can go take a look on our Instagram or our Facebook. As Sue said, we also have an ant plant and so there's a few different types of ant plants but this one is a hydnophytum papuanum bless you thank you (laughs) (laughs) so this ant plant is the type that has i guess uh the large kind of ball what do you call that amanda Oh, why you got to put me on the spot like that? It's not a codex in this point, is it? It is. It is. Okay. I do believe so. At that that point, it is. It has a substantial amount of of leaves on it. But yeah, so it's essentially like a weird ball with some bumps on it and then some stems come out and actually really beautiful foliage on this plant, I feel like. I think you could pet it. I know it's an epiphyte. See, there's a big word. (laughs) See, I would call it like... A, a bulbous trunk it's like a, yeah. a bulbous trunk i a like bulbous that. trunk like that. we also have with us a hoya moto sky 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 moto sky that's how i always say it um so this is one of my hoyas i've had for quite a long time um it has big beautiful leaves and it recently bloomed and those blooms are gone now but i was beside myself when i saw that it was blooming i think it had like I don't know, eight flowers on it, but I was happy with that. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there's a mealy bug on it somewhere. But as I mentioned in our last episode, I'm going to break out the hand sanitizer and see if I can't, if I can't solve this problem. So that's, that's us. That's me and Sue and Amanda and our plant guests. And we are going to talk about our current favorite plants. And this changes a lot, right? I I legitimately struggled with this one. I probably spent 15 minutes wandering through, staring at all my plants, trying to figure out which one was my favorite right now. And honestly, I have a list. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, we, don't, we can break the rules here. Yeah. You make them I, and you break them. I, I've got a Hoya Carnosa at home that mm. is well over 30 years old. Mm. I got it secondhand. It was full of mealy. Um, it was my first big plant. I'm using quotey fingers here because uh, <laughs> it was the biggest plant I'd ever owned at the time. And uh, yeah, if if the house burns down, uh, it's those firefighters are running in to get it. Mm. I'm going to have to send two of them in because I don't want them to break it. <laughs> but uh, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Um, I have a Hoya Lohiri at home. Mm. Uh, it's not a particularly common one. The leaves are probably about four inches long mm. and they're canoe shaped. So the edges of the leaves roll in. It's, you know, they're absolutely incredible. And it's got these dark burgundy stems. It's it's a great climber. It just all it floors me all the time. I will definitely post it. Um, I've recently in the last year started collecting jewel orchids mm-hmm. and uh, that's a slippery slope. Uh, it's you got to collect them all. Um, <laughs> but I have a Gujira Hispita. It, it's a deadly slippery slope. I, I will make sure I post that one as well. It's difficult to describe, but mm-hmm. it's lightning on leaves. Mm, beautiful. And then I was playing with my agaves the other day and I just, I have one called Little Sharky. That thing is appropriately named. It's made anybody who's gone near it bleed. And it's not <laughs> even that spectacular, but I love it. So. Well, I think you have a pup of, of Sharky. Yes, I got a Sharky pup today. So, yeah. That's going to go home. And, and it's already bit both of us. Yeah, it already bit me. It, it stabbed me. Um, Yeah. That, that it, it's appropriately named. It, 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 terrifyingly so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else on your list? Uh, yeah, there always <laughs> is. I, I've i got a, a few different uh, Hoya Kadadas. Mm. <gasps> the flowers on those are yeah. mesmerizing. They're incredible. Uh, the leaves are spectacular. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll be sure to post some of those. I've got one that is wound itself in behind a whole bunch of other plants. Mm, but good. the... Uh, the leaves have to be close to seven or eight inches long. Wow. They're, they're spectacular. I have killed one of those just for the record. Me too. That's all right. Lots of people have. (laughs) I murdered that one. Murdered it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Clearly not for you, Amanda, but um, for the rest of us. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a higher level I it's think. so weird though like there's there i have plants at home that other people are like this plant is the devil i cannot grow it i'm like it's fine you know and then i bring home a spider plant and i'm like oh look three weeks later it's dead it's because it's a spider plant and yeah I, pretty much and, and we talked like about it, so spider I bring it home plants last episode and everyone is apparently a spider plant uh but yeah i don't i've never been a fan either okay i have to say i redid that quiz with different answers yeah. and still got spider plant yeah, right is a trick we're all we're, all we're gonna have plants. to make our own quiz maybe yeah i think we should work on that yeah uh, definitely make it a little more more interesting less judgy yeah i felt that quiz was judgy <laughs> well it didn't give you options not to be that's yeah. the problem yeah that's the problem oh i love it i love it so what do you got for a favorite current plant well right now i'm really into philodendrons mm-hmm. um and pothos pathos pothos however you want to say it i call it pothos um, I love those. Uh, I've always kind of liked them, but I, I really like them now. Um, I haven't been getting as much Hoya as I have those. 
But my favorite plant is Kevin. So he's like, he's like the star of the show. He's a satin pothos, not too uncommon or anything, but he is 29 feet long. He wow. takes up my kitchen. Um, every time if I had to go to take scissors to him, my husband's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Does Kevin him. cook for you though? Like, no. <laughs> I, okay. I feel like you need to teach Kevin to cook. I would like to. And honestly, he has enough arms. He could do it very easily. Um, I'm just picturing an octopus in a kitchen right now. Right. Uh, or like a plant octopus. Yeah. With like leaves as like tentacles. Getting it done. Yeah. A whole lot of oh feed me Seymour going on there. My mm-hmm. house isn't very big. So like he could probably like cook and then the parts of him that go the other way around my kitchen and kind of towards the living room a little bit could uh, maybe vacuum. Sure. Or, a little can bit they of bring you a drink with an umbrella in it? <gasps> oh. oh. I keep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we call him Kevin. Um, and then we, he got his name um, on our, our, our local fa- Facebook plant group. Um, I asked one time what I should name him. I brought him home and we couldn't figure it out. And I had to put him in the basement because he had those fungus gnats when mm-hmm. I got him. And I was like, I can't. They were driving me crazy. So I put him downstairs in the basement, hung him by a window, and he grew incredible from there. And so someone said, you should name him Kevin because he, he, was, he liked to be home alone. So <laughs> that's how he got his name. <laughs> and because I name all my plants because um, some plant names are just hard to say. So I like to pretend I'm coughing or sneezing when I say them. And he's my most favorite plant of, of all. But I have other ones and it was really hard because I was like, going through my plants and thinking maybe you should get rid of some of them. And I'm like, Oh, but I like this one. And then I'd pick up the next one. No, like this one too. So it was really hard. Um, my other favorite one is, um, is a Hoya. And I hope I say this right. Biakinesis. 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 I knew what you meant. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. We know what you mean. So I got it. It was like little, it took forever to grow. Like I was like, are you one of those plants that die and don't look dead because it wasn't doing anything. And then it started to grow. And I love the leaves because they kind of look like patent leather and they're splashy. Um, especially as they get older, they get more splash on them. And I really liked, I really like it for that one. Um, for the look of the leaves and how full it is and that it just grows. And I'll probably, they're apparently really hard to get to bloom. So mm. that will probably be a challenge. But even if it doesn't bloom, I'm totally happy with it. I have um, a cactus. I actually got it from Amanda a long time ago. She gave it to me as a gift. It was a little surprise. (laughs) Her name is Betty Boobs. (laughs) Yes, Betty Boobs. I do not know how you pronounce, and I'm not even going to try, how you pronounce the... We just... It's just a boob cactus. And if you've seen one of these cactuses, you know exactly. It's like a stick of boobs. It's a stick of boobs. And, And they droop when they're thirsty. (laughs) <laughs> they kind of get saggy wrinkles in them I, okay i think we can all relate but that's all right yeah. <laughs> i'm very thirsty <laughs> but they it's i love it it's so neat it always has cat hair on it because my cat especially cactuses my cat likes to walk along um and so it always has cat hair on it but i i love that so, one so you're saying that betty's got hairy boobs betty's got hairy mm. boobs all right mm-hmm. yeah droopy hairy times, boobs yes there's times i'll walk by like that particular shelf right now i have all cactus on that shelf um I'll walk by and uh, the hair is just so fine because my cat's orange and like long fluffy hair. And I, I'm like, is that, is that spider mite web? And then I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Hair. It's heart just attack. Hair. Wait, <laughs> yeah. just a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. It's a panic. Thanks. Yeah. But now I'm scared that I'll get spider mites and be like, it's just cat hair. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to get a loop. Do you have a loop? 
I like, do. Did you lose loop? Yeah. 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 See, I don't have one because I, I just don't want to know. <laughs> I, You're going to tell yourself it's just cat hair. Yeah, just cat I'm hair. Erotic. I don't even have a cat. Just cat hair. I'm, I see a tiny little black spot. I stare at it for a while. Your eyes kind of go across. I'm like, wait a minute. Is it moving? Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, grab the loop. I'm trying to make it focus. Oh, it's. Yeah. Like, is it a fuzz? Yeah. My, my husband thinks that I'm absolutely nuts. So it's, it's okay. You know what? As long as you're not wearing it around your neck 24 seven, you're probably okay. Right. Yeah, I, I, I have think. brought it to work with me and on occasion carried it in my purse. Does that count? No, I think that's okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We see Amanda at some like doctor's office with her jeweler's loop out looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as long as it's not replacing like your wedding ring, for example. Um, Although that's kind of a fun idea. Yeah. That, that, that could be fun. Right? It's just like, always there. Ooh, I we can make, make a, a husband like a pendant a on a necklace and kind of make it funky. And then you can just like move everywhere you want. Look. You could be that person. I already yeah. am that person. I'm like standing outside a restaurant <laughs> fixing their planters. I go oh. for a walk in the woods with my husband. The first thing out of his mouth is don't eat that. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to taste it. I know it's not poisonous. Just let me try. Let yeah. me try. And my favorite new one. I would have to say is um, Dragon Toes. It's an agave. Mm-hmm. I I got a few agave from before. And uh, when I started building my cactus collection, I was like, you know what? I'm getting more agave. You're, you're welcome for that bug, by yeah. the way. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I got it by Amanda <laughs> and I got the agave love. But I love the Dragon Toes because as the leaves grow and separate, it leaves the imprint of the leaf on top of it. I do love it. that about agaves. And agaves do that. But the Dragon Toes is like, I don't know. It's like more prominent. Yeah. I guess like I have Rum Runner and it's, I got it big and then it had pups and the big part that I got, that was one of the reasons why I grabbed that one because I love that you could see the old imprint of the leaves on, on the new leaves. Hmm. And, but the dragon toes, you can see them quite prominent and I love that. Yeah. That's my favorite. I love that the leaves feel like sandpaper on dragon toes. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's very dragon toe texture. Oh, you have to post pictures of that. I will. I'll I'll post some close up of it. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn, I think. Okay. Well, you guys have lists and I'm like trying to be all efficient, but I can make a list. That's fine. Uh, Because we, you know, we have a few plants. So I have a Hoya Callistophylla that has a new leaf. And I've had one of these plants before, which I expertly murdered. Uh, Now, how you kill that one, I'm actually not sure. But what you... With conviction. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Get in the corner. Uh, But this new leaf, I've never... I never... The other one never grew. And so for this new leaf, I was thrilled because now... Actually, there is a picture of the baby leaf on our Instagram. um, And I'll post a picture of the new leaf because it is probably five inches long right now and they are so beautiful like they're just really lovely i love when new leaves come in bigger than the ones that were already on there it's like i'm doing good you did something right yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly yeah and that's one of my favorite hoyas yeah it's it's so distinct i kind of wish that when it flowered it didn't flower at least from what i've seen like it seems to flower really close to the stem like the mm-hmm. main stem, but I mean, you get what you Mine's get. I've been suppose. trying to since Christmas. I bud, bud bust every time. I got six, <gasps> six peduncles that constantly have new bud, like new buds coming off yeah. the peduncles. And 
they bust every time. It's frustrating. I never count a flower until it's like almost open. I try not to look, but I can't help it. <laughs> I, I'm terrible. I'm just like, I'm looking at the color of the stems on the blooms. I'm like, nope, you're still good. All right. I'm counting you. Right. Yeah. yeah. You all, you know, yeah, you, you have more experience than okay, me. I, I've been collecting Hoyas since, well, okay, we're not going to even go there, but uh, <laughs> it, it's been a almost 20 year obsession. Yeah. So you're way ahead of the curve there because now Hoya are so popular. And so I remember when people really first jumped onto the Hoya train, I remember thinking, okay, so everyone's buying these little baby Hoyas. And next year we're going to see people posting like their bigger Hoyas. And the year after that, we're going to see lots of people posting blooms. And that's exactly what happened. And it's so fun to watch this whole like movement's a strong word, but this whole, um, I don't know, hobby or love for this one particular type of plant uh, move forward altogether. I thought that was. I, yeah. I always get so excited when people post on Facebook, my first bloom. I like, know. Yes. And you remember that day? You're like, oh, I remember when that happened to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm always bloom. excited for I people. Like I waited forever. It's like you're in like, I don't know. It's like first love. Oh, yeah. Like you're like, well, who's going to be my first love? Well, it happens. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have a new bloom and you're just over the moon. You can't stop. And everybody has to post their pictures yeah. of it blooming up close, far away. What it, like everyone has to. Then you get the multiple blooms. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a magical thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's um, that new leaf gave me some hope. It actually sits in my mom made a macrame hanger probably in the early 80s something like that so um she had it hanging in her cabin essentially and i always told her like please don't throw that away i really want it this thing is seven feet tall uh it has a glass table inside of it and then it has or like that sits kind of inside of it and then it has a plant hanger in the middle and so she finally gave it to me and i never had a place to put it and i finally was able to put it in my office in my home and I'm obsessed with this thing and it's a bit yellow with age and someone told me I could like take oxyclean and like soak it in the oxyclean and make it whiter again but first of all I'm afraid to do that I don't want to wreck it and second of all there's something about it that yellow comes yeah. with love and use yeah. and there's <laughs> memories attached to that totally totally there is so I'm super proud to have that uh hanging in my office and I I just like looking at it every day. So that's where the Calistophila sits. Um, and I know we don't talk about outside plants that much, but I do want to talk about this new set of favorites that I just got. So a uh, local greenhouse brought in cold hardy cactus. These things are so cool, you guys. Like they're going to last, hopefully, throughout the winter if you take good care of them. Um, so originally I had wanted to plant them in like a, a big barrel or something like that. And then Amanda, you were like, they need to be in the ground, essentially. I, uh, the The problem with uh, hardy plants in pots is that they don't have the same protection mm. from the cold mm -hmm. as um, something in the ground. You know, a layer of uncompacted snow is an incredible insulator. So when you have stuff in pots, it freezes through, right. not from the top down, but from the sides in right. as well. So it gets, um, it, it makes it difficult for them to come back. And I want you to be like, look at these and yeah. have them huge and incredible. Exactly. And I want to have like a, an outside 
cactus garden in northern Alberta, where, you know, winters here get down to minus 40. And these guys are cold hardy, apparently to about minus 47 That's awesome. Celsius, if I remember correctly. It depends on which ones they are. But yeah, yeah. But when is 40? Because I have, you have to come and see. I have like my rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you built that. My hens and chicks. Um and my yeah. my cold hardy cactus well and they wintered well except for the one but it's like the way it looked i think the paddles froze before it went to sleep yeah. for the winter yeah well i'm excited to see if i can actually pull this off you um, can. i'm gonna get my husband to help me build a little cactus bed in the backyard which is something i never thought would be possible but these cactuses are adorable and i really hope that at least we might get a flower or two yeah. this year see I, there's you two with your you know cold hardy cactuses and i just got a couple cold hardy wild orchids really oh, well, not, not wild orchids but some cold hardy orchids yeah or yeah i don't condone picking plants out yeah, of the wild of course <laughs> but uh yeah i've got some cold hardy orchids that i'm like it could go here that could go there i'm like going the exact opposite <laughs> of you guys <laughs> i just see it as a challenge and we'll see what happens and and I just think it's super cool. Like you would never think that cactuses are something you could have in your backyard here where we have these crazy long winters that are can be quite cold. So I'm going to take good care of them. I'm going to wrap them lovingly with mulch and some snow and we'll see have if I can. picking that off in the spring. Right. I'm thinking leaf uh, blower, but you know, I we'll use see. the leaf blower. I'll tell you the problem. Like mine was up again is up against the house, like in the walkway yeah. down the side of the house in the garage to the backyard. And I use the leaf floor, but what happened is all the leaf and junk comes, came back at me. <laughs> and I was like, this isn't working either. I would like a leaf vacuum. Yeah. Oh. Is that a thing? Actually, I don't know, but it should be. Yes, it is. Is it? Yes. Okay. Um, I used one at my friend's house when I, she suckered me into helping her with some yard work one, one time. Yeah, that's... That's that's Suckered not what friends do. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, yeah, she got me good on that one. Um, so I guess those are my current favorites. And of course, you always have things come and go. I've been buying a lot of new plants recently. Um, I guess it's just a season. And I think we see a lot of it. And I also think it's because we've been kind of cooped up for a long time and, you know, buying new plants and is a way to kind of celebrate life a little bit, I think. Oh, I every spring. When I'm looking at the nighttime temperatures, mm -hmm. I'm online. I'm like, okay, who's shipping here? Yeah. How much am I willing to gamble? Let's figure out, is it going to get here and be warm enough? And yeah, I ate that first order of plant mail in the spring because oh. we, we, our local greenhouses do an amazing job with the opportunities that they have. But I've been working on my collection for, for 20 years mm -hmm. and it's, um, I, I've, got a lot of plants I've gotten rid of a lot of plants and it's part of the reason why I can't just pick one because I've spent 20 years cultivating this this collection in not a lot of space so it's like okay you know the stuff that's on my wish list is stuff that I'm finding uh everywhere sure so, everywhere yeah, that's not here essentially uh well yeah Ish. everywhere that's not most places unfortunately yeah yeah totally yeah uh, that's what's you know makes it hard living in northern Alberta is that some of the plants are harder to come by for us than say like even Ontario. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we get the thrill of the hunt though. Oh yeah, a thrill. that is a thing. That is a real, real thing. And there's also kind of like some secretiveness, I guess, in some cases too, where people can be pretty protective about 
where they get their plants from. Wildly so. Yeah. (laughs) I'm one. Yeah. Like I might share with you guys, but I might not. Notice she said might. She said might. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm not going to, I've many times I've been asked where I get this, where I got that. And I'm like, I just pretend I don't see that comment. Yeah, <laughs> just glaze over that yeah, comment like it's not social even there. media person but um there's just some things and there's a thrill in the hunt like you get that plant and you're like oh well then you have to hunt again not that you don't love that plant but you gotta go hunt or you again. sell it for lots of money see that's that's never a thing for me you know if you don't love it anymore you wouldn't sell it I sell it yeah but so i'm just money, like no. i i never ever make back what i've spent on it once mm. i include shipping and mm. I don't expect to either. I'd rather see it go to somebody who I know is going. To, uh, that's why I have a hard time selling plants. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, if I post this on Facebook and somebody buys it and kills it, am I going to be upset? <laughs> so I, I find that like um, I'll offer certain people mm. plants first and those people like you guys, I, I've got a few other people that I offer plants to. And I'm just like, meh, whatever. If I know it's going to be well taken care of, I don't care. Hmm. That's really, that is a whole debate amongst itself, isn't it? It really is. It's a whole topic yeah. for another show. <laughs> yeah. And like, and same with buying plants. There's certain people I'd buy plants from that I'd like, ooh, I'd buy their plant any day. Because oh, yeah. you know, because yeah. you know, because you know. So I think that's like a topic for a whole nother episode. Yeah, it can be competitive. Like, yeah, you know it's, what? I think it's fiercely competitive. Totally. I think we should write this down because I feel like this is a great topic that we can really dive into. And I guess my I'd be curious to know: Do other communities and other cities and towns and areas do you do you guys have the same kind of competitiveness? And when you post plants to sell in your plant groups, assuming you have any, how fast do they go? And are, do you think they're fair market price? And, you know, how do you even go about competing with the people who want the same plants as you? So if you listeners have any ideas or thoughts about that, just pop them over to us because um, we'd love to get your feedback on, on what happens out in, in your world. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's a, a fair thing. Let's move on. To our main topic today, uh, we're going to talk about what your plant routine is. And, you know, of course, we talked a little bit about this already. And we're all very different. Very. Very different in how we approach <laughs> our plant routines. Yeah, we definitely are. So I, I, will, I will say one line and then we can go from there. Uh, so my plant routine is rife with neglect i'll admit it i'm admitting it sometimes my plants don't get That's water the first step yeah right that is the first <laughs> step to, to recovery um i always have the best intentions of course but then life gets busy and i put all my new plants on my table and i maybe don't quarantine as much as i should and i'm sure both of you are like what chris like what are you doing and that's why i have mealybugs but it's just i don't know I, it is a collection for me and I usually will go through phases where I collect things and then I'll collect them all and then I'll get rid of them. So I actually did go through a phase where I had 70 succulents and I sold them all in one day, one day. Cause I was just like, I remember that day. Yeah. It was a fire sale. Yeah, was. <laughs> and I was like, I just don't want these anymore. So I got rid of them. Um, which was interesting, but yeah, so it's cycles, right? Yeah. I can say like in my, my plant loving 
life um, and having plants because I had a lot of plants. And then when I had, even when I had my daughter, I had a lot of plants. But when I had the boys, that was, I just let plants go. And then we moved and I didn't have like a, a, a lot of light because my husband was mm-hmm. a vampire and he liked to keep everything closed. And we have windows that face west, windows that face east, um, not very many north and south. So they're really good plant life windows, but he liked to keep them closed. So I was like, oh, I can't really have a plant. And then I bought a plant and I had it on the counter forever. It was um, some kind of uh, just like regular philodendron. I think it was just the, what do they call it? The jade one. And it was, it barely ever grew because it didn't have lights, but it didn't die. And then one day I was like, and this is like, I'm talking a few years. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to open the windows because I can't live in the dark anymore. And I started opening windows and that thing started growing. And I started buying more plants and buying more plants and buying more plants. And it was happy to have the sun come in. <laughs> and I bug my husband all the time. I'm like, you're a vampire. Because um, he doesn't like, he doesn't like the, the sun in his face very much because he works outside. So he likes to come. And I understand that. But he even now, it's to the point because I get up in the morning, I open the windows, I, I open the blinds because I need the sunshine. That's my day isn't started. I don't, I have way more energy like a plant if I get some sunshine. So plants started doing well. And I was like, I can have plants in this house. And then I just, it doesn't stop. So my plants are like all over my house, but I have a plant room. So I have a spare room. My daughter moved out. Um, It was empty and I just turned it into my room and it has plants everywhere. I have a big leather chair. I have my record player because yes, I like to listen to records. So we were good at dating ourselves here. (laughs) Records are hot right now, actually. they are. Yeah. But like I have records that were like my husband's and my parents' records. Cool. Still that we listen to. And um, I have a, a parrot in there as well. We have a little parrot. And so that's like my space. So that's where like, uh, that's the room that has the most plants. Are you I ever have- afraid of an infestation? Terrified. Yeah. Terrified of it. And I've been really lucky. I had the mealy bug on the cactuses and that was like all on a shelf. But like, seriously, there was probably close to 40 cactuses and I'm, don't have any of them that were mm-hmm. on the shelf. Thank goodness Betty Boobs wasn't on there. <laughs> um, I did have a couple that were on the other side and I sold a couple because I bought them. I, I actually bought like some of the cactuses that I've sold just because they had buds on them. So <laughs> cactus blooms are amazing. I love cactus. I, they're kind of a favorite category as well for me. And I'm kind of known for being mm-hmm. actually I had one of the girls from the plant, our local plant group, take me in a post with a poster of cactus and it was, it was awesome. I was like, oh my gosh, she thought of me. You're like the cactus lady. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of cool that way, but I have them all over. And I, I used to start out when, once I got to like a bulk, cause I remember having like 14 plants and being like, I have 14. <laughs> <laughs> now if someone's like, look at me with my 14 plants. And you're kind of like, not, and not to be rude, but you're kind of like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Pat Pat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yep. It's you also haven't, you but, haven't got to the seat part of the slide yet. <laughs> Everybody starts somewhere though, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. It's that's that true. it's that 14 to 25 plant range where it's just like you're becoming one of us. Yes. Yep. Good on, luck with that. Yeah, on to the dark side of the soil. Yeah. And so there's I I would water like every Sunday. And I did that for a long time. Every Sunday was my watering day. And then I had a little car accident, fractured my neck wasn't really into my plants. Just a little car accident, <laughs> a little you know, and, back injury. Um, <laughs> I didn't water my plants and I lost a lot of plants, which made me really sad. But after that, I am now, I daily look at my plants. I pick them up. See, some of them I, I go by pot weight. Some hmm. of them I go by looks. Some of them, I just like to be friends with my plants. So I just kind of look how they're doing. 
but like weight is one of the, one way. So I water plants every day, but I don't water all my plants every day. I have some plants that I prefer to sit in the sink and let, as people call it, butt chugging. <laughs> Um, I have some plants that just seem to do you better. You do that way. need to tell us what butt chugging is. So That's some right. Plants, like African violets, especially, they like to be watered from the bottom. So I would call it bottom watering. But a lot of plant groups, because I'm on some for just um, Grand Prairie, I'm on some for just Alberta, some in Edmonton, um, and some for just Canada. And you see a lot of people call it butt chugging when you set the pot in a thing of water or the bathtub or whatever, whatever is going to hold the water. And let it soak up water from the bottom. Right. So that's what they call butt chugging. Right. So I have a, a select few that I do that with. I have, um, sometimes I'll take plants. I have certain plants that I just, maybe not every time I water them, but I'll take and put them in the sink and just give them a good soak all the way through. So I have like a kind of a random all over the place one now, but I used to every Sunday and I remember it would take me and I had, I don't know how big it was. I'm going to say like a liter and a half, maybe watering mm, can. The back and forth. And I would fill that up literally <laughs> yeah. over 20 times to yeah. water my plants. Over 20 times. And I watered some of my plants with ice cubes. When people water with ice cubes, it's great because it's portioned, but you have to be careful because the ice cube can land, like touch the leaf or the cactus or whatever it is you're watering. A lot of people do it with orchids. If mm -hmm. it touches the leaves, it can actually like, basically give the orchid brain freeze and they don't like that so you gotta be careful that way but i do have some that the pot's big enough i could set an ice cube in and i haven't done that as much as a, as i used to i bloop water now but i like i've changed it i grow it adapts well you just me. and you get to know your plants too right yeah, but i look at my plants every day i talk to them i call them my pretties so i, I look <laughs> at my plants every day too and i think ah, oh, i should water you then i leave the room and they come <laughs> back later and some plants love that yeah Sometimes if you go like, I want to water that plant and then you're like, you have, it's a struggle because you have to tell yourself, mm, don't water it yet. No, it's more like, oh, I have to get the water can. I don't really want to, yeah. <laughs> but I'm being, I'm getting better. I'm getting better because we did move. So we moved um, from a smaller place to a bit bigger place in September. And that move meant that my plant life became different because in my old house, it was half a duplex. So it was uh, small and it had a south facing window in the backyard, which got a ton of light. And I also had grow lights and I had this crazy like industrial shelf set up in our tiny living room. And I realized that I didn't want to transfer that over. That seemed like set up over into our new house. So everything kind of got dispersed around the house or brought to my office in you know my business office that is of course not in my house um so a lot of plants are there too and I and I I find now what I'm having trouble with is where do I put them now <laughs> now that you know they didn't we don't have that central area so I'm, so, I'm working on that yeah I'm working on that I have Amanda lots has, of shelves yeah I think you do <laughs> yeah I I like the metal baker's racks at Costco you can fit a lot of plants mm -hmm. on those. so that's what I had in my living room oh yeah yeah. Which is yeah. which is fine, except for it was in the living room. It was like our tiny living room. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> in my world, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's funny because like Amanda's is set up more scientific mm -hmm. than my house. Like my house yeah. is like everything's everywhere. I got decorative pots. I have shelves, but they're like nice, like, you know, a lot of people buy them to put like pictures on or something. And I'm like plants and I put a light underneath them where needed. Mm. And just have them there. And then the command is, is like, it's very scientific. Yeah. Um, my my shelves are set up by um, 
water requirements, light requirements, heat requirements, humidity requirements. So I, I've got similar stuff in specific areas. Although I am playing Russian roulette right now, I have four hanging plants. <laughs> the problem with hanging plants in my house is that only three of them are ever going to get watered at one time. You just hope that it's not always the same three. Why? Because I, I don't know what it is with hanging plants. I just, I, I walk past them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm familiar with that. You look at it and then you walk away. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm usually pretty good because yeah. I, I look at every one of my plants every day. That's how I start my morning. My grow lights come on at 630 mm -hmm. and I go in and I look at my plants. My, my office slash plant room is warm. It feels like sunshine mm. in there. It's nice and bright. Um, it's just a really great spot to have my morning coffee. Mm -hmm. So I've, uh, I, I go in there and I legitimately have a good solid look. I don't just look at my plants. I see my plants every day. Oh, that's a good distinction. Yeah. Cause mm -hmm. it's easy to, to look at something, but did you actually see what was going on there? Oh man. I feel like I really got to step up my game. Are, are you kidding? <laughs> I, I water on Sundays. How long does it take to water? Um, I'm a trained professional, quite literally. So it takes me about an hour. Oh, that's not bad. How long does it take you, Sue? Well, now, because I do everything, like I do a little bit every day, basically. Um, it doesn't take me long. But when I was doing it, it was like 20. It would, it would be well over an hour. I would say easily two hours. Yeah. Um, and I use as much rainwater as I can. Like we have a rain hmm, barrel. Nice. And I don't water my outside plants with it because I'm like, guys get the rain so when it's dry <laughs> i give them when it's dry i give them um hose water yeah but the inside as much as possible so in the winter usually like come february i'm like i need the rain water so my plants get tap water oh yeah um i was for a while like putting it on the counter and letting it sit overnight and then that felt like it screwed mm -hmm. up my routine because i wasn't sure how much water i would need i didn't like do i fill up the bathtub and then just like nobody touched the bathtub water and then do it. I didn't know how to do it. So I just give them straight from the tap and seems okay. fine. Seems okay. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. I start in one spot in the house and I work my way through the pattern. If you I have to, or you're going to miss something, right? I, I would. Yeah. yeah. Like my office, I think has, well, I potentially triple digits in plants in it. <laughs> I love it. We're not, we're not going to actually count. Um, no, you don't count. Don't count. And, and we, we count my vivarium or terrarium, however you want to call it. It doesn't have animals in it. So I guess technically it's terrarium. We count that as one because you, there's too many numbers if you start breaking them out. Yeah, totally. But, I don't even uh, know what I'm at. I actually got rid of a lot and some died after I moved. So if I had to guess, I don't know. Okay. For like next week, we're going to have to count. Yeah. Ooh, I don't want to do that. Guesstimate, rough, rough estimate. Okay. You don't know exact numbers. I wish you guys could see Sue's face because <laughs> it is very apparent that she does not want to count. I, I, had, I was at 75 when I stopped counting. Yeah, everybody needs to promise not to tell my husband, though, if we count. Yeah, I never would. Do you think he'll listen? 
it's not about motorcycles. I think we're okay. Okay, good. We're going to be like, <laughs> earmuffs, Cole, earmuffs. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just bleep that out for him only. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how we're to invent some technology yeah. for that. but Well, it's not, like I said, it's, it's not about motorcycles. I think we're okay. All right. Um, yeah, if I count, I don't know. Um, I should count because I think it would be kind of interesting because like maybe I have more plants than I think or maybe I have less. What if I have, I think I would be, de- I think I'd be depressed if I had more plant, less plants, I mean, than I thought I had. Ooh, is that why you want to avoid it? Okay, no, I want to avoid how it, so many do you think you have? Because we can set this now. Like, I live in 1,100 square feet and I think I have pretty close to 300 or more. For all of those who can't see us right now, Chris has got her hand in the air and she's trying to count, pointing to different spots in the house. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna That's say true. I'm gonna say I would have I would have I two fifty plus plants. Wow. That's awesome. I I, mean, I think you, I might have 40 or 50. You guys got me way beat. How much do you think you have, Amanda? If you're taking a rough guess. Uh, uh somewhere between hundred and hundred and fifty. But again, I've spent a lot of time. I'm I'm not that person that's like Oh, that's pretty. I'm going to take it home. Oh, shoot. That happens to me sometimes. Um, yep. <laughs> is, this comes with time, though, right? Yeah. If it's not something that needs to go into my collection, yeah. I can pick it up in the store, admire it, enjoy how beautiful yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Set it down and be on my merry little way. Yeah. I bought a Calathea. Calathea? I did, too. The other day. I thought they were Calathea. Calathea? Calathea. Who? Okay. Calathea. Yeah. You know Somebody has to go on our social media and tell us how to say that properly. As, as far as Latin is concerned, because I use Latin names for all of mine, I don't actually care how anybody pronounces them. Thank I care you. that they try. I feel good about that. And you, you know what? I say them wrong all the time. Okay. It okay. doesn't matter. We have talked a little bit about pronunciation all throughout this episode because some of them are hard, man. And it, oh, yeah. it, it is like almost sometimes if you don't say it right, you're worried that I'm going to judge you because you can't say. A plant snob yeah. is going to come along and yeah. be like, uh, excuse me, you didn't say that right. There are very, very few people that I've encountered in the horticulture world that will correct somebody for trying to learn. I remember, I know there's this one person on, I've seen online. They like to correct a lot. And I think it's funny because I think they just really love it. But they're like, I, no, I, I think we're to. probably talking about the same person. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think I know. I think I know. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I've had him correct me on on several occasions, but I love it because I know where he's coming from. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, He's probably listening to this going. (laughs) (laughs) I think if you didn't know, it might be a bit intimidating, but he's truly incredible to talk to. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's funny how everyone has their thing. Do you guys keep plant journals? I have a list. You have a list? I have a list. And now, what do you put on your list? Is it just hmm. the plants you have? Or is it like, do you make a list what they what their care is, document their growth? Because I've seen like people post pictures where they're doing that. But at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't sound fun to me. So I have a list um, and I'm actually working on transferring it over to a digital database. Nice. Because I, I really have a deep-seated love of lists. I find them incredibly satisfying, <laughs> like to the point of disturbing. I find them satisfying. 
Um, so I have a list of every plant that has come through my door in the last seven years. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, and it is all. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. E- every single plant. And I have on there what I paid for it, where I got it, the condition that it was in when I got it. I keep a note in there if it has ever had pests or anything like that. Mm. I also mark down if I've sold it, what I've sold it for, and um, any major notes like the first time that it blooms. I feel like that's an incriminating list. That's like amazing. If I was to keep that, my I, husband would probably tell me I'm not allowed to have plants anymore. It's, it <laughs> is... Um, well tucked away. <laughs> <laughs> protected. That, last Very episode protected. we talked, uh, one of the questions was about secrets and Amanda was like, like her secrets had secrets and we just discovered a secret. <laughs> you really did. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Plant secrets. I also Amanda. have like my stash of plants that like most people don't know that I have. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that too. Yeah. Like we felt like you had a little secret so world. why, and I understand like general protectiveness um but what is it about the ones that are really special to you that make you want to keep them hidden or like quiet it's funny because um it's not even necessarily ones that are so incredibly special to me um i guess one of them that i think i don't even know if you guys know i have it intrigued is my variegated zz Okay. No, okay. I know you had it. Yeah. Because yeah. we ordered them at the same time. Yeah. So I, I've got a variegated ZZ at home and um, I like watching this whole, there's this boom, right? Everybody's like yes. ZZ plants. They've, they've discovered ZZ plants. I don't plants. like them, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the green ones. I don't even particularly like my variegated one. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm terrible. I, um, I'm thrill of the hunt. So mm. I like seeing people like, you know, that that mystery plant that people can't get i like being able to find it i'm that person that's like hey. i think i can get that and You're like the indiana jones of pretty of much plants. yeah it's terrifying um <laughs> but uh i got my variegated zz it's okay um it's not even a particularly favorite plant yeah <laughs> um and then i watch people like the the raven zzs have come out with the dark foliage yes. and people are all over them and that, and then you get the occasional persons mentioning variegated ones. Mm-hmm. And it's almost easier to say nothing and just enjoy watching people sure. discover this and get this and be wicked excited when they have one. I don't want to be that person that goes online saying, here's mine. I've had it for six years. Middle but, finger. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just... I, I, a lot of those ones I keep quiet, not because I particularly love them, but because I don't want to be that person that says, got it, had it, sold it, don't Except care. Except for to sue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be like, okay, got it. Oh, okay. Awesome. Oh, yeah. But I, I do those messages in private, you of know, course, somebody's yeah. like, or somebody who's like growing skills I admire or plant collections I admire. And they're like looking for, and then I'll like side message them. Psst, psst, hey. Yeah. Do you want some of that? It's like yeah. an underground. We like to call Amanda the plant dealer. <laughs> yeah. It's like this underground culture of plants. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, 
honestly think a lot of people are that way. Like, I don't, I see the same thing too. Like people will be like, oh, I'm looking for this. Or, and part of me is like, mm, I have it. And I'll do for a couple of people. I never, Amanda never has, I never have anything that Amanda doesn't have. That's the sad part about yeah. life. The dragon toes, when I found the dragon toes, because I knew she didn't have it. I was so flipping excited about it. <laughs> um, but I think that's the only one I was able to find that Amanda doesn't, wasn't like, oh, I already have that. <laughs> so, and I bought Amanda one. I'm so excited about it um, because I was like, I was able to give her a plant. (laughs) Right. Finally. Yeah. That was like, that was exciting. Um, It's, it's funny though, because I think a lot of people are like that. And I also don't want to be bombarded with requests. Can can I have a cut cutting? Can you give me that? Do you want to sell it? Do Mm -hmm. you, I look at, I'm going to use the Thai constellation um, Monstera right now. Mm -hmm. We ordered ours together. Mm -hmm. What? Two years ago. I can't remember how long ago it was. It was a while ago. It was, it was more than a year for sure. Absolutely. I think it's closer to two years ago. Yeah. 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 And I don't like what, what, what I don't want to say, but I think we paid like $35 plus shipping for each of them. Yeah, probably. And they yeah. were like, what, two leaves, three leaves? Mine will not grow, but it's not dying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so mine, there's that. Mine is up there. Mine's up there in leaves now. I, nice. Uh, um, I had gotten one before we did that order. Right. Yeah. Um, I had already had one and I actually gave it to a mutual friend of all of ours as a wedding gift. Yeah. Right. Because I got it. It was okay. Didn't love it as much as I thought I did. And it was something that was on his wish list. I'm like, here you go. Surprise. You know, surprise. Oh. Congratulations on getting married. Is that the wedding that we crashed. That is the wedding yeah. that you two crashed. Yeah. We were the best wedding dates for it each was other. Awesome. It was so much so, fun. But it was like, it's so funny because I see them now and like people will sell them not much bigger than how mine is right now. Yeah. And they're like 250 and up. And I'm just like, what? And I know if I ever posted mine that I would probably, because that's like a big thing is there's some people, because the plant world, especially because of all the, and I'm going to say it because we would, we kept talking about the way the world was before, but mm. because of this COVID, like, shut down of everywhere um people extra got into plants Mm -hmm. because they had the time and plants are interesting and there's something to do and it's a great community like the plant community Mm -hmm. is a great community it's Um, also fiercely competitive Mm -hmm. it is right so i've got this plant here and lots of people are like i can sell it for 250 dollars well, I'm going to. And then you see them pop up on bidding sites yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And, and they just go crazy. And that's what I was going to say. Like, and it, there is some um, that people get aggressive asking for it. Like, it's oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's okay if you were like, you post a plan like, hey, if you ever want to give clippings, like, can you let me know or, or sell clippings or something? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure our grandparents are probably like rolling over in their graves over the the competitiveness with the plants. Yeah. Because in their day, you'd be like, oh, I love this little plant, Helen. And then she'd be like, well, you know what, Martha, I will cut you a clipping and here you go. And it was like that. So I always think like- They probably parents, didn't have the same access to the rare stuff that we have now. No, but with plants but in I general- I love I think Helen and Martha. Yeah, I love Helen that. and Martha, yeah. they had their beautiful plants and they shared them with everybody. And yeah. it, it's now not really like that unless it's a very common, I like to call them table plant, like mm. uh, any, you know- um, I, I actually have a secret Helen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a lady in our local plant group, and she is she's this wonderful older lady, but she's got this really cool collection of, you know, different like flame violets and streptocarpus and just some plants that 
were really popular in their day and age. And she's got named varieties and they're stunning. But she wants to get into Hoyas. So her mm. and I will like root little plants for each other. And we do this like trade, trade on the side of these like hard to find plants. It's hilarious. That's but like, how many people have clippings of their grandmother's carnosa? Because that was like, the wa- they just called it the wax plant. They, yeah, I've seen a few. They didn't even know they were Hoya. Like, yeah, they yeah. didn't. It was just a wax plant. Well, that Your was grandma had plant. it. You saw it all and the it time. It might have splash or it might not have splash. But yeah. everybody who has plants, probably I have a clipping from my grandma's. Yeah. That's I'm cool. sure my old one was probably started with from a clipping from somebody else's plant. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, so that's the topic, the journey of plants. Like yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's really interesting because it all we're talking about plant routines, but we're talking about way more than what we do with our own plants. Like this culture kind of does become a routine for us because we're always looking and we're always um, some people are sharing and some people are selling. And it's mm-hmm. it's really interesting that it, it all this ecosystem yeah. is running. And if you're smart about it, like you can be I've seen people online rooting a whole bunch of stuff and they sell it for crazy prices and they sell immediately. I'm I'm terrible for that. Every once in a while I'll get in the mood. So on Sundays when I'm going through and watering and fertilizing, I break out my tray and my scissors and I'm like, hey, this branch is, yeah, no, that can come off. And I'm really particular about my cuttings though. I won't, um, I won't make a cutting of, just one node and one leaf with a cut on both ends. Whoever gets that, it's not going to flourish as mm-hmm. well as something that's got a growth tip on it. And I want people to do well. But I will cut an entire tray of clippings, root them all, and then you can be guaranteed that sometime, you know, two weeks after I've done cuttings, it, there's going to be a fire sale day. Mm-hmm. And that yep. so... My poor husband's like, how many people do you have showing up at our door today? I'm like, don't ask. But part of your routine is going through making those clippings and just kind of tidying things up, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's it's better for a plant. Uh, you know, you've got some, you know, that's got a stretched out leggy bit and mm-hmm. all your new growth is coming in more compact. Mm. Well, cut out that stretched out leggy bit. Let it grow. Let it do its thing. And, you know, you're going to have a beautiful plant. It's going to fill out in no time because yeah. obviously it's happy and strong. <gasps> Take off the weak link, root it, sell mm. it, you know. I it. have never clipped a plant because I am terrified. I like, I feel like I need an adult or something <laughs> when it comes down to that. I, yeah, I've never done I'm it. I'm horrible for taking clippings and then just getting rid of them like four days later. Cause I'm like, I don't want to take care of you little ones. <laughs> You're too much work. <laughs> oh, I, um, I set up a, I've got my rooting station. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, yeah. The they station. go in there. She has stations. And it probably has a heating mat. It does. Yeah, yeah. And a dome. Yep. And a light. Yep. I did that once. Then I never did it again. So I <laughs> remember doing that. I did it like recently. That. I let them root. I was really like, I didn't let them root excessively like they didn't fill up the glass that they sat in i and i i did an experiment i did put some in like glasses of water and i put some in um rapid rooters and mm-hmm. i put some in um right in soil and like some in, in what paper towel and bags just because i was like my own science experiment which one's gonna root faster <laughs> that's actually i think that's really interesting like seeing the differences you how you treat your plants differently and what happens to them 
Yeah. Over time. Yeah. I let them rip for three weeks. And then I was like, okay, I need the space on my counter. What was and, the winner? Um, it was hard to say because it depends on the plant. Mm. Like my satin pot though, so definitely putting it in a, wrapping it with a paper towel, putting it in a bag and like ziplocking that bag shut so it makes its own little greenhouse and sticking it under that weird warm light under our counter. It's not even like a grow light of any sort, but it works like miracles for rooting things. And you put it under and it gives off heat and it's... So it's it rooted like light. in the paper towel? Yep. Oh, wow. And that one, that's where I've had the best luck with with the satin pothos. I, in the rapid rooter even, I struggled. It, it took a long time. Hmm. They're kind of slow rooters, I find. See, the greenhouse grower in me can take a whole bunch of cuttings and I'm like okay these ones do better in rapid rooters these ones here I'm just going to stick in a container with uh, the Leica expanded clay in it and this one here I'm going to put in a Ziploc bag with sphagnum moss I can take a whole variety of cuttings put them into my station and I've got roots in Seven to ten days on most things. Wow. Yeah, like my that's awesome. Pothos. My um, I did some with my I don't. I'm gonna call it my Swiss cheese plant. Uh, <laughs> my Addisoni monstera. How do you say it? I think you said it just fine. Okay. I, we knew what you meant. I think. Yeah. yeah. And so like that one rooted really well. In all those, like all of them, it rooted really well. Yeah. And they were fast rooters. I just find my satin pothos a little bit more. I don't know. It just takes forever. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I sometimes I do plant experiments. I used to always, if a leaf fell off or something, I would stick it. I had a pot. I would always stick all these things in and just to see what just would grow. Yeah. And it was like a random, I had some succulents in there and I had, you know, leaves and I had some, um, just some random houseplant clippings in there and some live, some didn't, but it's like in my own little science experiment. I have some Mandula pothos mm. cuttings in a champagne flute actually on my shelves in my office. We'll see what happens. Oh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Mine um, grew amazing. They're, they're doing awesome. I got a Cebu blue pothos the other day. Well, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and it is growing like mad. They I've grow seen crazy. it up there. It's yeah. a beautiful little guy. You may yeah. have noticed it was missing some dirt. It's because I dropped it and I neglected <laughs> it, and I haven't put dirt back in it yet, or growing medium back in it yet. I think so. we all have that pot that we have to put more dirt in. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's spilled, or like sometimes once you give it a good water, it's like oh, even though you thought you packed it down right and everything, like it goes down so much. But if you let it grow like that, yeah, I have a few. This is from the drop. It all spilled everywhere. See, and then I've got some snake plants at home that every time they send up a new pup, it pushes half the soil yes. out of the pot. And yep. I'm just like, oh, they're great. so strong. They are. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love sense of your good too. Oh gosh. Uh, you know, it probably would have been easier to talk about what kind of plants aren't my favorite. We will definitely be doing that <laughs> at some point, I'm sure. And I, I think maybe to close out the topic about your plant routine, and I know, you know, we went a little right and left there, but I think still some really good information. What are you hoping to improve in your plant routine? My orchid game. Uh, uh, I'm relatively new to orchids, so I really have to uh, to step up my orchid game here with my humidity mm. and that sort of thing. I really need to improve on my plants that require specialized care. Mm. Most of my plants are epiphytes, um, with the exception of a very small percentage of them. So it's branching out into the more specialized ones and making sure that they've got what they need. And it's, 
I believe in trial and error. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to try stuff. You're going to fail. You're going to find a routine that works for you, whether it's the little bit every day, the little bit every month, or the, you know, once a week kind of thing. There's, there's always, there's pros and cons to everything. Totally. Yeah. So I need to step up my specialized care ones. You're like level advanced to, I hope to so. me. Like That's I look at you they and I'm pay like, me to do it. So <laughs> she's so cool because she knows what like humidity in me. I'm like, I mean, I guess I could get a diffuser, not a diffuser, humidifier. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think mine's a specialized care as well. Um, I used to love succulents and had a ton of them. And then I just got rid of them because mm-hmm. I. They're like a weird specialized care because if they're not. If they're stretched, they look horrible mm-hmm. and they'll stretch easy, especially in our winters, which is like, you know, because we're Northern Alberta, we have a lot of darkness in the winters. Um, and I think just specialized care. And I love succulents to this day still, but I just can't. Nothing more depressing than when you're like, oh, look at you look like a person. Sorry about that. They got like two little leaves on the side yeah. and they got like a bulk at the head because the head part's like this. I'm good. Yeah, but the rest of it in three inches of stem. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just I'm like, oh, you're not for me. But there I have like a couple of or jewel orchid cactuses and they do require like things a little different. Yeah. A little more moisture uh, without being over wet. Right. That's, the a, balance. Like, that's, a, that's the hard thing, right? Like there's a lot of plants where they're like, don't let it dry out. And a lot of people take that so literally like they're like, it needs to be drowning at all times. Yeah. <laughs> And what I don't get is I've killed plants because I've overwatered them because especially when I was back to my like 13 plants and I, I couldn't, I wanted to take care of them every day. And I was even that person that was like, I got to water it. Oh, it's dry. I got to water it. I got to water it. I grounded plants. But one day I was like, how come you can grow um, things in roots? Like, or you can root things in water forever. My aunt has a Mm -hmm. plant that's been in water for 20 in a vase for 20 years are they different roots yes like she yeah she could never plant that in dirt now mm. but like you can overwater a plant but it can that same plant because hers is a, a chronosa um that she has and she's had it for over 20 years in the same vase she changes the water out she said she doesn't even know how often and it's like full of roots but it can live there but like i drown my hoya three times and it's going to be like I'm dying and just <laughs> like wither into sogginess. They're, they're just like us. They get used to what they get used to. Um, even in the greenhouse industry, you'll ha- you'll meet growers and this person will be a dry grower. This person will be a wet grower. Huh. And it's all in what plants get used to. Um, the very first greenhouse that I started out at, uh, the grower there grew his portulaca and we all know Mm. Maybe we we don't all know, but Portulaca can tolerate incredibly hot, dry yes. conditions, grow beautifully and it's flower. It's so beautiful. It yeah. is. But here we, you know, you put plants outside there. We have wet summers, that sort of stuff. So he always grew his Portulaca wet. Mm. And we'd get people coming back to the greenhouse year after year saying, your portulaca grows the best for me. It's so beautiful. It's, it's, but from day one, that portulaca was accustomed to being wet. Mm. Plants get used to what you give them and either they'll live 
or they won't. There's, you know, they'll be fine. Yeah. Huh. And I think that's where um, everybody, like, people are like, I can't take care of plants. There's a plant out there you can. Oh, yeah. Get a cactus if you have a bright window. Get and, a sense um, of area. You can forget it. Or a sense of area. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I couldn't grow a spider plant to save my life. I have one that's surviving right now, but I couldn't couldn't grow one. And I I have, like, some Hoya and I have some jewel orchids and stuff, like, things that need, like, people that have, like, the average, the common house plant couldn't take care of necessarily. Mm-hmm. I can grow them. <laughs> yeah. It's there's, weird. There's definitely... You just have to find what, what your groove is. Totally. And, I, you know, I think another good topic to get into in the future might be, where do I start with all this stuff? Oh, and you it's... Know? so deep and it's yeah. so vast and there's so many ways to go about it yeah it's like a slide you know at the park you climb up and you go in that tunnel slide and the first little part's kind of not so steep and it's not very you know you're kind of going <laughs> slow and you got to kind of push yourself through Figure and it out. all of a sudden you get over that one little hump and then it goes down pretty fast and then you hit another little bump where you slow down but then it's like straight down and off the edge and the <laughs> off edge, the like, edge you fly off that edge and you hit your bum on the ground that's the plant world. You like start out, you're like, look at me with my 13 plants. And then you're like, whoa, all of a sudden I have 75. What is happening? And yeah. I've killed this many. And then, whoa, there's oh. a big bump again. And yeah. then uh, before you know it, you're like, I don't even know. And I can't count. I don't know if I can. Or you don't want to count. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, count. maybe I don't want to count because I can't count at that high. Well, for me, I am going to try to get organized with my plants. And actually, my husband right now is building me a potting station. That will go into the garage and I desperately need this because obviously I can't just pot anywhere. My friends <laughs> has to be at this very specially built potting station. So that's what we're we're working on right now and uh, looking forward to getting that together. Actually, it'll be nice to have a space and in my old house. I did have a space as well and I, I miss it. I miss having an area to do this kind of messy work. I'm going home to mix to fill up my Tupperware totes of different soils again. So I'm going to be mixing soil this afternoon. I'm nice. really actually excited about it. I need soil. So and actually, that's another great topic as well is what growing medium are you yeah. using for what? I'm like kind of almost not quite. But like Amanda, we have two bins and then I have a, a smaller bin, but it has cactus. Yeah. Yeah, there's stuff, so many ways to, to do you, it you guys will have to hold me back on that one because i get going on soil and uh, the science falls out of my mouth let's and everybody goes blank let's do it will you do the science and we'll try to turn it into layman's terms i don't know <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure put it out the plant in the dirt yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right exactly exactly well i think that probably closes out our uh what is your plant routine topic for today um we talked about a lot of stuff here, which was great. And I, I hope there's some good information out there for our listeners. Speaking of listeners, if you are looking to engage with us, we would love to hear from you. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash fancy plants podcast. Find us on Instagram using handle at fancy plants podcast or email us at social at plants. <laughs> See, I knew I was going to mess it up. Email us at social at fancy plants podcast.com. Try that tongue twister. I still dare you to do that. Next up, we're going to be talking about naming your plants. Do you name your plants? Uh, and I think this will be an interesting topic because I think most of us don't. So <laughs> I think most of us do. 
I definitely know. I, I'm yeah, on the I don't side. Yeah. I'm on a do side. So what that means then, fellow listeners, is there's an opportunity for you to share your experiences with us. Do you name your plants? And what do you name them and why? So reach out to us, let us know, and maybe we will talk about your story on the air. We would love to uh, to share your stories. We're also going to be starting a new segment uh, for plant obituaries. And we, we're kind of breaking out our creative sides. So what we would love for you to do is send us a picture of a plant that you have, for lack of a better term, killed. And maybe if there's a story to go along with your plant's untimely death, send that along to us as well. And what we will do is we'll pick some of our listeners. We will write you some plant obituaries. Everybody kills something. Everybody Everybody. kills something. That's totally true. So no shame. No shame. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Again, thanks to Al Peterson and Casper Towns for our amazing theme song. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. It's a Fancy Plants Podcast. We're talking plants. Like orchids and familiar. The Fancy Plants Podcast. Come on, we're talking plants. It's all about them plants. Come on, sugar mama. Get your green oil.